Hello, everybody, and welcome to another podcast of the Botanical Transcendence series. Here, I provide you a unique, individualistic, and holistic approach to healing the spectrum of your well-being and elevating the quality of your overall life. I'm here to inspire you to become your greatest version, to walk you down the path of sustainable health, financial freedom, and living out your soul's purpose. I will guide you through stepping into your own sacred skill set, health empowerment, and attracting financial abundance to live out our birthright of being free. Here you will heal your mind, body, and soul through botanical transcendence. And today I am super excited to share a concept um, that I have been putting a lot more intention into with you all today. Um, If you follow me on Instagram or Facebook, I recently did a post about this. Um, It's called Segment Intending, and it is a practice that I first learned through listening to Abraham Hicks. So I don't know if any of you are familiar with Abraham Hicks, but she's, I guess you could say, I mean, she's like a metaphysical um, law of attraction, like I don't want to say like, I don't know like what label to give her, but anyway, she's, she's a divine being who speaks her truth. And that's really what I respect her for. And a lot of her guidance has immensely had an impact on me and pretty recently too. So I have taken notes in my journal, like a hand written journal. So I'm just kind of going to go through my notes and share with you all what I have taken back from it. And so with segment intending, this is something that I, I learned, I would say like the concept of it, um, pretty recently as well too, but I have just started applying it like these last like few days and it's crazy. Like the difference that I have already noticed within like being more intentional with it. And so I'll share some of those experiences with you, um, as well too, Um, So first, I'm going to give you like a little bit of a synopsis of what segment intending is. And so segment intending is being aware of your surroundings and what's coming next. It's redefining by you, by your energy and of the intentions you hold in this segment. And so to define segment further would be, you know, think of it like a... um, like a TV show, um, you know, as the camera cuts from like scene to scene, think of that as like another segment. So a segment can be correlated to a scene. And, you know, I, I think it's fun to maintain the perspective that our life, our reality is basically like our own movie or our own like reality TV show. And so as you go through, you know, these different scenes, or these different segments, you can put forth um, positive intention and really be more deliberate in the life that you create. And so this concept to me is a very creative and abstract way to approach really creating your own reality, because I'm sure you've heard like the, you know, the, the line, create your own reality. And that's something that I have resonated with for a while as well too. But it's until now, like this moment that 
you know, I really have made correlation with segment intending and creating your own reality. It's just a different way to say it and actually like putting that positive intention towards creating your own reality. And so I start with saying, you cannot know light without dark and you wouldn't know clarity without confusion. So this is all part of the process to fine tune yourself into the calibration of your inner being. And when I say inner being, uh, you can also refer to it as soul, your spirits, um, depending on your beliefs, you know, um, some may call it God, whatever it is, whatever belief that you maintain, um, I choose to see it as my inner being. So the inner part of myself, and you could also say that it's your authentic self. So there isn't anything that you think that you think is wrong. And so that's saying that any thought that you have, it's not wrong in any way. There is some silver lining to it. And, you know, it's either that thought serves you or it is to be delved into and, you know, kind of, um, I guess depicted in a way like, does this serve me or does this not serve me? You know, if it's a limiting belief, then you delve into like, where did this come from? Why do I have this belief? Um, how subconscious is this belief? Is this one that has stemmed from childhood or from the past like years or months or day or just today it came up? So it's all right to notice what it is. It's essential to also let that go and, you know, be able to weave your way through your thoughts and really decipher which ones serve you and creating your own reality. And so with that, you get what you think about. And I have a quote that I wrote down from Abraham as well, too. And she says, when you believe something is hard, the universe demonstrates the difficulty. But when you believe something is easy, the universe demonstrates the ease. And so that just goes to show like how your thoughts literally shape and create your reality is because any thoughts that you think they will come back to you in some way. They will show up in your physical reality. So any thought that you really think continuously, just, I mean, beliefs are just thoughts that we consistently think. And so if you consistently think that you will never proceed from the job that you're in, or you will never be wealthy, or you will never, never be physically in the shape that you want to be, then, you know, if you consistently hold that belief, you are self-sabotaging yourself into literally creating that as your reality. And so if you think positive thoughts, you know, in opposition to that, if you're thinking positive thoughts of, you know, I create my own reality, possibilities are endless, you know, I can do anything that I set my mind and soul to. Um, I know that where I am now is not where I will always be. And I know that there's always room for growth and for improvement. That is a growth mindset. And that is what will create the reality of your dreams is being open to all possibilities of life. Because 
the universe is infinite and expansive and that also means that there are literally an infinite amount of possibilities of what could happen and what your life can turn out to be like if you really want to like you could turn into or you could you could become the Cinderella Disneyland or you can become your own Cinderella and make up your own fairy tale and find your own Prince Charming and you know it's literally like whatever you create it like you know whether you want to view life as your fairy tale or a reality tv show or a movie or a drama a Shakespeare play like whatever you want like it's literally whatever you want it to be which is the most liberating thing to know and that's really what makes life a lot more exciting and so you always find what it is that you're looking for. Like I said, you know, if you are consistently having thoughts towards attracting a relationship, like a love partner, then eventually you will find what you're looking for. And so that also provides clarity. Um, if there wasn't a part of you that was a vibrational match to what you are attracted to or to what you attracted into your reality, you would have attracted it. So let me say that again. If, if there weren't a part of you that was a vibrational match to what you attracted, you would have attracted it. I think I worded that right. <laughs> I wrote this down. So sometimes I don't always write the words down right. But um, So that's basically saying that if you attract something into your reality, then you attract that for a reason. So you know, let's say there's a, an event that occurred in your life and all events are neutral in life. So if you perceive this event as negative, then, I mean, that's your perception of it. And you obviously attracted it into your life for a reason. Uh, so, you know, let's say that this negative event was, I don't know, let, let's say you broke up with your boyfriend, um, and you perceive this as negative. So some part of you attracted that event into your vibrational reality. Some part of you was a vibrational match to that event. You attracted that event to you. And, you know, one could reflect on, you know, why did this happen? Well, maybe you broke up because there was miscommunication or there was mistrust and, you know, if you reflect back, it's, it's never about that person. It's always about you. It always stems back to you. And so, you know, reflecting back on that, maybe there's a miscommunication within yourself between you and your inner being or what you truly desire and what you truly want within not only another partner, but what you truly want in life and what you want in yourself. Uh, maybe there was mistrust. Maybe they didn't trust you, but maybe this trust actually stems from you not trusting the process of life, you know, not being able to let go and either fully trust another person or trust that, you know, things are working out for you. And, you know, if you held that belief that things are always working out for you, then the breakup would just be another lesson to grow from. So essentially, whatever you attracted to reality, you were a vibrational match for. And so you always get what is a vibrational match to what you think. So like I mentioned before, if you are thinking 
you know, low vibrational thoughts of scarcity, of mistrust, of, you know, feeling like lack. If you're in that mindset, then you will only attract that back to you. And in opposition, if you are thinking thoughts of abundance, of gratitude, of prosperity, of success, and you will attract that to you. When you are a vibrational match to something you don't want, just by your awareness to it, you get what you think about whether you want it or not. So that can also be reflected into that situation. So, you know, let's say that your boyfriend cheated on you, but let's say that this stemmed from that mistrust, that mistrust within yourself. And so then that mistrust within yourself reflected into the relationship. And let's say that you didn't trust your partner. And so your partner cheats on you and confirms that belief that you had of mistrust. And, you know, maybe in the moment you blame it on them, you know, it's, Sometimes it's hard not to react consciously to situations like that because, you know, it's, it's a knee-jerk reaction to events like that in life that seem like they could end our world, you know, or change everything. But it's, you know, when you take a step back and reflect on it, it always stems back from a place of either insecurity within you or unalignment within yourself. So sometimes you have to know what you really don't want to know what you really do want. And so maybe from that, just using that as an example, you know that you want trust then. So going into your next relationship, you know that you want unconditional love and trust. And, you know, if you reflected in a, you know, a conscious way of seeing that as a mistrust within yourself, you know, let's say you mend this trust with yourself and you trust yourself so deeply and you trust in the process and the divine plan, you know, that things are always working out for you and that it's always working in your favor and that even when these events occur, they're only neutral and that you have the power to respond to them however you desire to. And so with this perspective going into the next relationship you have that trust with yourself. And so you're able to let go and fully trust the other person and unconditionally love them and show up for them the way that you show up for yourself. And so Abraham provided a wonderful example in her talk. And this example is that you live in a place that doesn't have enough closets. So when you move, you hope for a place that has more storage and more closets. This means that you are fixated on that. You are fixated on the closets. And so you choose a house with the most awesome closets. When you move in, you realize there is no kitchen in this house (laughs) because you are so fixated on the closets. This concept can be applied to all other aspects of life as well, too, and directly correlates, you know, with what you want in a relationship. So, you know, let's say that you're always focused on this one aspect of something in a significant other, you know, let's say you're so focused on somebody who is attractive. And so you manifest this person who is so attractive, so beautiful, and you're swooned, you're swooned by her looks, you're swooned by it. But 
when you're really, you know, have that solitude with that person, you start to realize like, Hey, like I don't resonate with this person. Like our beliefs don't align. She's actually kind of crazy. I think I need to leave, (laughs) but she's beautiful. So the neutral event can go either way. You could a be upfront, consciously communicate. You know, I, I don't resonate with you. Um, I appreciate you and your energy and respect that and your boundaries and respect my boundaries as well too. Um, and just kind of set your boundaries there and, you know, kind of voice your, your, um, your honest opinion of like, whether you want to proceed with that or not, that's the two things that you could do is, you know, walk away from that or go against your own truth and your own, you know, inner being and, you know, go further with it just because you're swooned by her looks. So that was just another example And you don't really know until you know. So it's it's another one of those things where you kind of just have to take the leap, take the jump off that ledge and just dive into the unknown and just fully submerge yourself in the unknowing, like in the present moment of spontaneity and just really experience life because that's really what life is, is just experiencing it moment by moment. And so this is where segment intending comes into play and comes into your advantage. To me, segment intending is when you fully step into what being a deliberate creator means. So just to rephrase what segment intending is, it is being aware of your surrounding and what's coming next. So like I said, it is very similar to the way that a reality TV show works or any TV show or any movie, you know, scene by scene, the actors are creating this film. So every scene in that show or that movie is what makes up that sequel or that, that movie, whatever it is, all of those segments create the larger part. And so this is a concept that can also be applied to the entirety of life. Um, you know, each segment of our life adds up to the, the bigger picture, to the wholeness of it. All these segments of nature, all of the flowers, the grass, the, the trees, the animals, us, like all of this is what nature is truly composed of. Um, and so on forth with segment intending, um, since I brought up a relationship as an example before, um, I also took notes on segment intending for a relationship because this is something that I'm also putting energy towards manifesting into my reality. And so these are examples of segment intending for a relationship. And these are ones that I pulled from the uh, lecture that I listened to by Abraham Hicks. And so these are things that, I guess, let me just say this. Um, When you go into segment intending, you are basically speaking into reality what you intend, what your intentions are, and what you desire to create in that next coming segment. So, you know, think of your role as an actor, you know, think of 
the intentions that you write down for each segment, um, think of that as your script. And as you're going into this next scene, you are reading from your script to create that scene. And so I will start reading these. I am going to enjoy the positive aspects of this person. I'm going to enjoy the place in which we rendezvous in absolute harmony. It will be a clarifying experience for the both of us. Each of us will be uplifted by the experience we're both going into. Going into an understanding, this is a data collection process. We are fellow human beings that are wanting to share a delicious experience with one another. I know that I will find clarity in whatever I am lined up to find there, and I want that for the other as well. So those are just some examples of what you could speak into your reality and segment tending for a relationship or really any inter- interaction with another person. Um, I mean, just by saying, I'm going to enjoy the positive aspects of this person, um, you are intending that the person that you are going into the next segment interacting with, that you will enjoy the positive aspects of this person. So segment intending is really like a mind hack in a way of like, you know, let's say you're going like, I guess I'll, I'll share my example, um, later on, but, um, I will also provide like another example to, um, I think I took one for, for driving. So getting in your vehicle. So getting in your vehicle about to drive in this segment, I intend to be timely, be on time and have good timing. I intend to be comfortable and have fun. And so you could also intend that the other drivers on the road are aware and conscious of their surroundings. Um, You could say, I intend to be conscious and aware of my surroundings. I intend to have fun with the journey. Um, I intend to make it there safely. I intend to feel abundant, you know, with this drive or whatever it is. So you kind of get the idea of that. So those are a couple examples of segment intending. And I'm kind of just looking over my notes here. So this kind of stems on from segment intending with relationships. Um, these are just some other notes that I took as well too. Um, if it's not working for you, it's not working for the other either. And so if you feel like an interaction that you're having with another person, if it's not working for you, then chances are it's not working for the other in some way as well too. So this can also help you to fine tune your vibration to, you know, become a more deliberate creator. And that's when like using practices such as like segment intending comes into play. If you notice that it's not working for the other person, Um, like I said, it's aligning yourself with the vibration of saying, I'm going to enjoy the positive aspects of this person. (laughs) 
And just kind of going through my notes here. Whenever you know what you don't want, you know more clearly on what you do want. Life comes at you with perfect vibrational accord of what you have going on. And so that kind of stems back to what I said of, you know, life will bring you the energy that you are projecting into your reality. So pay attention to how things are unfolding for you. It will reveal to you what you have going on vibrationally. So in your reality, if you feel like there's so many, you know, bad things going on, you feel like life is just, you know, coming at you and it's just against you, then sit with yourself and, you know, reflect like, how are you doing vibrationally? And that's when practices such as like meditation and contemplation and like yoga come into play of sitting in your solitude and really listening inward and aligning yourself with the vibration of your inner being. Um, and I believe I did a podcast on how to raise your vibration to align yourself like with not only abundance, but with your inner being and your inner being, its natural state is abundance as well too, as we all are here naturally abundance. And so every manifestation that happens, didn't just happen for no reason. You were ready to be ready and it happened for a reason. Everything in life happens for a reason. And, you know, I've used examples before of either a quote, negative experience, or even a positive experience. Those both happen as a neutral event and you have the power to respond to them however you choose to in the moment. And so a new segment is any period of time that you're focused within now in this moment where your intentions are changing even slightly from the segment preceding it. So I don't know if you got that. Let me rephrase that. So a new segment is any period of time that you're focused and your intentions are changing from this moment on, from this moment, your intentions are changing from this moment, from the segment preceding it. So, you know, you just, you just got done interacting with that person. And so now you're, you're back in your car, the segment changed. And so Maybe you're about to go home. You're about to drive home. Segment intending to driving. And that also is next to my notes is the (laughs) segment intending for getting in your vehicle. And like I said, you could say in the segment, I intend to be timely, be on time, have good timing. I intend to be comfortable and have fun. I intend to be conscious and aware of my surroundings and my vehicle. And going through some other notes here. What you want has clearly already been identified in your vortex. And so your vortex, there's, you know, multiple perceptions or ideas of what this could be. Um, Lots of different words. For me, your vortex is, I guess if you want to put it in like Pictionary, like a scene in your head is, you know, imagine all of your desires, all the things you want in life. Imagine, you know, like in a vortex, like within you, like just a tornado of like all your desires, like just, you know, rendezvousing within you. Like that essentially is what your vortex is. Your vortex 
holds all of your desires and all of your deep soul desires and the dream life that you envision and all of the abundance is held within your vortex. All of the abundance of wealth, prosperity, health, love, whatever it is, that is also your inner being, your vortex. It's all within you. And so your statement of it, of what you want, is really more about getting up to speed with what you mean, becoming more aware of it. So, you know, you think a thought, you think, I want a car. It's already been identified in your vortex that you want a car. And so your statement of it by saying, I want a car out loud is really just you becoming more clear and aware of it. And, you know, if you, if that's something consistently that is showing up in your reality that you like want a car, then that could be like an indication that that is something that is aligned with your inner being as well too. You must be deliberately focused in your thoughts and to not get swept up in something else. And so that something else could be other, others thoughts. And so deliberately focused, like I said, deliberate to me is just having intention and being intentionally focused is similar to the practice of segment tending of really just being so intentional with your life that each segment and each moment is mindfully crafted by you. You have a choice of what you do thought-wise, vibrationally-wise, point of attraction-wise, moving forward. And so with that, you know, sometimes it is, it is easier said than done to, I wouldn't say control your thoughts, but sometimes to sit with them and to observe them and really to depict, you know, which ones are serving you and which ones aren't. And so this is the most powerful tool that we have here is our mind and what our mind is capable of because our reality starts within our mind. Our reality is created by the thoughts in our minds. And a quote by Bob Proctor is, if you can hold it in your head, then you can hold it in your hands. And so, you know, you hold the thought of wanting a car. It's just as tangible as like having it in your physical reality driving. So that's really where your power lies is having choice in what you do thought wise. You know, whether you think good thoughts that feel good to you and attract the abundant life that you know that you're worthy of, or whether you think limiting beliefs and thoughts that only hold you back from being open to really stepping into your power and attracting that life of abundance. And in correlation, also vibrationally wise, um, your thoughts are also vibrations. So if you're thinking low vibration thoughts, then over time it lowers your overall physical vibration as well too, which then also um, prohibits being an open receiver to really attracting um, your dream life and any desires that you have within your vortex. And so also you have the choice point of attraction wise to move forward. And your point of attraction is 
So where, where your, okay, I'm trying to think of like the, the line, the quote that is, I believe it's where attention goes, energy flows. So where you put your point of attraction, where you focus your energy on, that is where the energy will also flow to. And so, you know, within your mind, you also have the power point of attraction wise to focus upon what you want to attract. And so if it's a love partner, um, you know, think the thoughts about this love partner instead of the lack uh, mindset of, you know, like, I wish I had this partner. I just want someone here, you know, to fill this void that I, you know, lack within myself, you know, of providing that self-love for yourself. Um, you know, instead flip that around and why do you want a love partner? Is it because you want to grow with them to co-create an abundant life together, to grow together, to learn, to expand, to just experience the beauty of life with another divine being that you resonate with? Those are much more resistant free thoughts as opposed to the other and that's another term I like to use as resistance free is thinking good thoughts, thinking good feeling thoughts that feel good to you that are not resistant creating, like they don't create resistance within your mind because resistance is what holds you back from truly letting go and welcoming in the abundance that you know that you are worthy of. And so that is segment intending that is what i have been practicing more deliberately these past few days and i would also like to share my experience with segment intending so last week um my car pretty much just took a shit <laughs> so she's like done for um one of the days we took her in to get looked at and see like what the the issues are, and, you know, I had the anticipation of it getting fixed and, like, having it back that day, and so, you know, I was staying, like, really, like, high vibe and, you know, putting positive energy towards that and, you know, excited that I was going to have my car back, and so later on, I find out that the cost of what it would be to get my car fixed was even greater than what my car was even worth, and so hearing that information, like, it's funny because it really didn't even like bring me down like that much. Like it was more so like a neutral event, understanding that and choosing to react to it in a more mindful way. And so as I'm driving my car, like, you know, taking her last breath, you know, just the sound <laughs> of my car, you know, really sounding like it's just struggling to make it. And, you know, so I'm driving my car and, you know, I'm again, like in this positive mind space of, you know, as I let go of this car, I'm letting go of one, like of an attachment that keeps me either here, you know, in this environment or just, I'm letting go of the attachment of this car because I've had this car since I was in like high school. So there's kind of, there's like a lot of attachments that have gone into it. And I honestly felt like there was some like bad karma with that car, karma with a C. <laughs> so anyway, I'm driving and, you know, I'm really just focused on letting go of the attachment and, you know, thinking that, okay, 
this event occurred, a neutral event, and I choose to see it as a lesson or just serve as growth. And so I know that when I let go of one thing, it's because I'm making room for something even greater. And having that perspective, like really just got me excited for, okay, my car like is out of, you know, is, I'm, is soon to be gone. <laughs> so what does this mean? You know, it means that something even greater is coming into my reality. The universe has something even greater lined up for me. This is exciting. And so anyway, that day I rode back home with my dad and I reflected on the experience. I really delved deep into journaling about the experience and reflecting and writing and just practicing gratitude and practicing letting go and just maintaining an attitude of gratitude and abundance. And it's crazy because that same night, my dad told me that he had found a new car already. (laughs) And I was a little surprised, but I was also like, damn, like, I mean, I guess that's what I get for truly like letting go and, you know, fully embracing what is and just allowing it to be and still proceeding forward with a positive perspective. And so to me, this was really before I was deliberate with segment intending. Like I really wasn't like segment intending this situation, but this is also an experience that I reflect on now that I see was segment intending in a way because I practiced that gratitude and I aligned with the vibration of abundance. And within the same day, I called in this new car and it's so crazy because it's such a beautiful car. <laughs> like I have low key always wanted like a sunroof and butt warmers and like I manifested them. Um, and so that was just an experience that I've had recently where it really just put into perspective, the power of my deliberate co-creation with the universe and how, how powerful we truly are with our energy and our vibration and how, you can literally attract whatever you want into your reality that just because your reality is the way that it is now does not mean that it will always be that way. And, you know, just because your reality is the way that it is now or how you perceive it now, that thought alone is almost like resistance to keeping or resistance to being open to new experiences So, you know, if you feel like, oh, you know, I'm whatever, like financial abundance isn't here now, like it's never going to be here, then you just self-sabotage yourself into believing that and it won't come to you likely, you know, at least in like a more free-flowing way. And so um, my relationship with money is something that I have also been learning to let go and to really just have trust that although it is not here in my physical reality now, that does not mean that it won't come to me at some point or that it will come to you in a unique way. Because for a while I was so focused on, okay, money will come to me like this way, this way, and this way. Like, you know, that's probably just how it will come to me, you know? And even though I would let go of like, 
when it would happen. Like, even though like I still let go of some parts of how it would happen, I was still more focused on like the specifics. And when you tend to get more general with something, that is when there's more ease, there's more ease with it. So there's more likelihood that you're willing or you're, you're open to attract financial abundance if you're more general about how it comes to you. And so for me, I had like a more profound realization of kind of just this stems back to my own self-worth of, you know, I'm, I have put energy towards manifesting a love partner and also manifesting abundance and money. And so for me, I had this realization of, you know, just because I myself may not be physically, tangibly, financially abundant does not mean that I can't manifest a financially abundant love partner. And so that is something that like really like it was like one of those like moments of like when you connect the dots of like, oh, like I broke through like a barrier of my own subconscious beliefs of self-worth or limiting beliefs of feeling that I myself have to be financially abundant to attract that in another person. Because I I delve deeper into my own limiting belief that you attract what you are. And yes, that is a universal law, but Also, if you are abundant in other aspects of your life, like I am, I know that I'm abundant in love, I'm abundant in creativity, I'm abundant in wisdom and knowledge and fun and unconditional love and support and I'm giving and I'm abundant. I am abundant being, I'm infinite and I am abundant and therefore I can and will attract a financially abundant love partner. And so it seemed to me like the missing piece of my puzzle was the physical, tangible manifestation of financial abundance. And so it just, like I said, connected those dots of I'm abundant in all aspects of my life. And right now that missing link is the financial abundance and the love partner. And those are two things I have really been putting energy towards manifesting and it feels so amazing to know that I am manifesting and attracting a financially abundant love partner. (laughs) And so that is an overview of segment intending and correlating that into my life experiences and overall just giving you some examples of how you yourself can practice segment intending and you know what this can do for you and it really is just becoming more deliberate in your life and really taking the wheel of your own life and being the main role the main character in your movie in your reality show here by creating deliberately and intentionally creating each segment the way that you want it to be because you have that power. You can tap into that power. It is all within us. And it is so truly magical when you align with your inner being and you align with the desires in your vortex and you you bring them out and you draw them into your physical reality. And that is why I felt called to share 
this practice of segment intending with you all is because it's, I feel is such a wonderful practice to creating your own reality in the life of your dreams. And so I hope that you all enjoyed listening to this because I had a lot of fun recording it. (laughs) I could talk about this stuff seriously all day. Um, So if you ever have any questions, any questions about segment intending, any questions about my own experience or just anything in general that you're curious about or, you know, could use like another perspective on, I'm always open to connecting. So feel free to reach out to me through Facebook, through Instagram, or even like leaving a comment on here. Um, Also, please leave some feedback on here as well too. Um, You can also, if you're feeling extra abundant, show me some love and support by clicking on support this podcast and you can send me a little bit of your own financially abundant energy and that is so much appreciated and I am so grateful for any support that I receive. And really what that does is it just allows me to progress with what I do in a more expansive way. So, you know, go forth with what I'm doing and keep, keep on doing what I'm doing and, you know, grow from that as well too. And any support is always appreciated and yeah, I'm here with gratitude and abundance and I'm so excited to co-create this wonderful and expansive life with you. And I am grateful that you have made it here up until this point. And I'm so grateful that you have also chosen to listen and be an open receiver to this information and all that I share with you. And I encourage you to also keep up with these podcasts because I feel that what I share is essential to personal, spiritual, and overall health, abundance, and growth. And I'm so grateful. So I send you all my peace, love, and abundance. And I wish you all a wonderful and expansive, deliberate 2020 and to manifest positive abundance in a deliberate way that is unique and wonderful and feeling good to you.